Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Goes by the pseudonym most nerdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Crumpets, Cheerio, Bus, he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. The right that I pushed hard and it finally got changed, the married couples in the privacy of the red room, excuse me, the mar- I'm thinking about the Dobbs, the Dobbs decision. Imagine, well, I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Hello, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm speaking to you live from my red room. It's, uh, I, I, I like uh, this, this time of the day, I like to just spend 20 minutes in the red room, pack myself up, getting ready for the evening. Mm. Don't don't you laugh you Mark, laugh I mean, but there is, is not a there's not a realtor in America you can have a fabulous McMansion but if it doesn't have a red room that thing's going to sit on the market for three years <laughs> and he uh, got the uh, chain so that you can have some privacy in that room Mark and I don't know what you need your privacy for <laughs> um, uh, Mark how do you do this I want to know seriously how do you do this. You, this crystal ball thing that you do, I mean, the, you, the woman had barely taken office. People were still excited. She was probably still post-orgasmic when you declared, this trust is not going to last. I'm telling you, this is not going to work. And here no. we are. It's, she's been in office less time than Joe Biden can remember his name. And here's, the Brits are saying, we're done with this woman. Please get her out of here. We don't want her anymore. It's, yeah. What the hell? Well, Mark, what happened? Well, she's been in office for five weeks, uh, four of which were spent mourning the Queen. So politics came to a total halt. Uh, and then eventually the period of royal mourning ended <laughs> and she started making policy. She thought, oh, I can come out of Downing Street now and announce a policy or two. And she did that. And they immediately took the keys away from her. She's <laughs> she's basically she's basically like uh, if you know your Turkish history, she's like one of the nuttier Ottoman. Ottoman sultans uh, like uh, I think it was Mustafa the first who they kept in a cage with two <laughs> concubines and he sat there giggling at his two concubines all day long I think he's called I think the Turks know him as Mustafa the giggling anyway that's basically what they've done to Liz Truss but without the concubines because Britain is so broke they can't afford two concubines <laughs> So she comes up with an economic policy, and immediately the the market tanks. the The British economy, instead of reviving itself, just 
looked like it was it was headed for the uh, for a dumpster fire. This quasi quarantine or ting. Her, her wait a her minute. Chancellor. I'm I'm not having this anti-black racism just because what do you, you mean anti-black. You, you white privileged guys only know how to pronounce these white bread names. I mean, he's got a perfectly respectable name. Quasi quarantine. Quasi quarantine. Yeah, spell it three times fast. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So quasi quasi yeah. comes up with this plan. Yeah. And I mean, you talk about me. I'm not the guy. The first time ever, Brit, the, the Brits have a black guy in charge of the money. What happens? The guy says, okay, let's do this. And they look at him and they say, get out. Get out, Mike. You're done. And they fired the guy. I mean, yeah. what the? Yeah, actually, when you put oh. it like when you put it like that, it's brilliant because basically, <laughs> basically, this is a this is a black guy who's in charge of the treasury of a G seven nation, and uh, they mean, oh my God, the IMF, Joe <laughs> Biden, the German Chancellor, oh, we can't have this. Who let him into the club? And they uh, and he's booted out. So they're all exactly. they were you're right, they were he was flying back from the IMF meeting. Wait till Kanye hears about this. Yeah. Wait till, wait, till, wait till somebody yeah, wait till somebody fills in Kanye about this. No, there's you're, gonna be a you're, there's you're, gonna be a big noise on Parler about this, I guarantee you. Well I I I think it it's interesting to me because it's like it's Joe Biden, the International Monetary Fund all the big shot globalists said, oh, oh, no, no, we can't, we can't have you doing any of this. And uh, it was so important to them that, as you said, they fired and humiliated the first, I mean, the first black guy to be uh, uh, chancellor of the exchequer. And he like held it for three, he held the position for three days. So he's like set back. Uh, black advancement in the entire British Commonwealth about 30 years. You're right. I hadn't looked at that angle. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm, no. so, I'm so post-racial, I hadn't even considered how this story... You imagine this in America, that, oh. uh, that Biden makes a black guy chance uh, Treasury Secretary and then fires him, you know, a week later. You'd never hear the end of it. Yeah, well, yeah, Biden wouldn't remember he had a Treasury Secretary at the rate he's going. You know, I wonder what would happen if, never mind, because <laughs> Biden's been touchy-feely with the little girls again lately. It's just such a creepy story. I don't even want to touch it. No mm. pun intended. Uh, Tulsi they... Gabbard, who we also talked about last week, is, yeah. uh, she called Joe Biden. She kind of compared him to Hitler. Now, this is a twist. Because usually it's Democrats always comparing Republicans to Nazis. She was a Democrat. Now she's not a Democrat, and she's comparing Democrats to Hitler. And this is how is this going to play out for old Tulsi as she uh, as she campaigns and starts to show up with Republicans? Well, I I find this very interesting because Joe Biden, right? He compares. And a minor electoral modification in the state of Georgia to Jim Crow on steroids. Uh, then he uh, says that half he gives that speech he gave. That he says half or half the country, the guys that voted for Donald J. Trump are all fascists. And now suddenly she mentions Hitler. Oh gosh, this is absolutely terrible. It's lowering the lowering the tone of public debate. Why can't she just uh, come do what normal Normal, respectable politicians do and compare your opponent to uh, slave owners and Mussolini. <laughs> That's the American way. <laughs> and, and actually, Tulsi, in fairness, I mean, uh, by the way, this Don Baldock guy, uh, 
he's neck and neck. He's a little bit behind, but he's got a. Ch but that you know, when you factor in all the other stuff, he's got a chance of actually beating. Uh, Maggie Hassan and taking that really seat. yeah I think he I think he has people don't you know this guy uh, she's she made an interesting point though she said even uh, Hitler at the time Hitler was Hitler he thought he, and by the way I don't agree with comparing Joe Biden to Hitler because you can say what you like about Hitler but at least he put in a full day's work and he was in much better shape uh, so that's just a freebie for those guys at the hill who want to have the vapors Stein compares Joe Biden unfavorably to Hitler um, but Hitler <laughs> Hitler could remember who his treasury secretary was but the thing about this is the Hitler, he, she's saying that at the time Hitler was running things, those guys thought they were the good guys. And so she's actually saying, look, Biden, she's making a rather subtle point. She's saying these guys are doing terrible things, Biden, but he probably thinks he's the good guy. Now, what he's doing is he's keeping these January 6th people in jail without trial, which they don't do in civilized societies. He's, right. he's leaning on, or his minions are leaning on Facebook and Twitter to uh, cancel anybody who uh, disagrees with him on COVID policy. That's something you don't do in free societies. He's also demonized half of his own citizens as the enemy. That's also something you don't do in free and civilized societies. So the point, the point here is well taken. After what he's... He was supposed to be a uniter. He's damned half the country as fascists. He's uh, damned the proponents of the most benign and irrelevant footling law as Jim Crow on steroids. Uh, but now suddenly all these awful... These the, the these dowager duchesses who run the hill and Politico. Oh, oh Tulsi brought up Hitler. You know Biden uh, for, by, comparing comparing Republicans to Mussolini. That's perfectly normal. Yeah, that's really a helpful contribution to political debate. You know, Mark, you just you triggered something when you when you were going through this because there was a story I saw today in uh, the, the old gray lady, uh, the New York Times. Mm. Uh, that voters see democracy in pearl. You, this is what you triggered when you talked about the way that this administration mm. is treating the J6 people, right? Mm. So the, the headline in, in the Times, and it's a, it's a lengthy article, prints out to 11 pages. Voters see democracy in pearl, but, but, they say, saving it isn't a priority. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, <laughs> <clears throat> That's so, uh, that's actually hilarious. <laughs> I know. It's the first thing, this is what they've been doing. They've been telling between the Amazon Prime Washington Post, mm. the New York Times, this has been the drumbeat that, that America is on the brink. We're all on the brink because of January 6th. We're all on the brink. Democracy will die if, mm. if, if the Republicans are elected. And here's the New York, democracy is in peril. But it's in so much peril that most voters don't even, they're worried about inflation instead. Then how well, much peril is it in? Yeah, no, I mean, that, what they mean by democracy is in peril is that the New York Times is in favor of a system whereby people start sending in mail-in votes, you know, two months before the election, and they don't finish counting them until three months after the election, because they, and, and nowhere else in the world do they do that. You know, in, in Denmark, in Sweden, in Botswana, uh, they, election day is held on election day and round about 
10 p.m. or if it's a close call midnight, you know who's won. So actually, what this is a totally dishonest conversation that the left is having on this because they actually want a system that the, the longer you stretch out Election Day, the easier it is to steal. If Election Day is just from 7 a.m., to 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, it's very hard to steal it. If it goes on for weeks, it's easy to steal. And that's the quote-unquote democracy that people like the New York Times and the Democrats are in favor of. You did an interview on your program, and by the way, you can find Mark, all you have to do, go on the Internet, GB News. You did an interview with this guy. Uh, he is a member of Parliament, I believe, or the Euro European Union. What do they call those guys? Are they... He, there, it's an MEP, a member MEP, of the European right. Parliament. Yeah. Okay, you did an interview with this guy, one of these members, and Mark, the guy was was drilling the heck out of Pfizer. Mm. And as it turns out, Pfizer didn't run any trials to test whether this vaccine that they put on the market for COVID actually would stop the spread of COVID. Yeah. Which he found to be quite odd. And I'm yeah. listening, I'm watching you. And can you tell the audience about this exchange that you had and what we should all take away from it, please? Well, this was a Dutch member of parliament, and he was uh, quizzing Pfizer's, I think her title is President of Vaccines. Um, and she's an English woman, and she and he asked her for an honest answer, and she gave an honest answer, which is that they did no trials on whether it would prevent transmission. Now, if you recall Rachel Maddow, just to name uh, one of the many eminent persons, who the minute these vaccines were announced said, this is where COVID stops. You, you, the, the uh, pandemics uh, spread because uh, you're infected and you infect five other people. And with it, with this vaccine, uh, COVID stops dead now and can't move on to infect other people. And in fact, this lady just said, oh, no, 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 no. We never did any tests for that. And so the entire and so all the things that we were told in the in late 2021 about these vaccines, if it's a vaccine that doesn't prevent you getting the disease and then it doesn't prevent you from passing it on, uh, it, it's it's at best a lousy vaccine. And if you're going to be a linguistic purist about it, it isn't actually a vaccine at all. And this lady answered the guy's question honestly in the European Parliament and we had him on and uh, he wasn't exactly overburdened with media interviews even though <laughs> what he had to say was absolutely devastating. Do you think this is all going to be just forgotten or is it going you know Fauci's out Fauci was out today mm. saying that oh these school closures that happened in America they were they were awful they had deleterious collateral consequences. By the way, I had nothing to do with these school yeah, closings. Yeah. I, I, hey, 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 go, go look at someone else. Look at Cuomo. Look at anybody but me. Do you yeah, think well, this stuff is going somewhere? Well, I think I think it's. I'm I'm interested in the way there's been very low uh, take up of these new vaccines because people are beginning to grasp that they were oversold and underperformed at the bare minimum. All this other stuff, we've done incredible damage to a generation of children. They're developmentally behind. They don't understand social cues because uh, for their first couple of years, they didn't see any faces. I mean, this we have actually terrorized a generation of children and we've done terrible things to them for something that was, a, we've, we've damaged a generation for a 
so-called uh, virus that was no risk to them whatsoever. It's just a terrible thing. It's, it's, it's child cruelty, and someone should pay. Instead, all these guys, you know, Andrew Cuomo was being talked up as a Democrat presidential candidate mm -hmm. for killing old people and, uh, and, and basically torturing young people. And the middle-aged didn't have too great a time in between either. So that was basically a full set of devastation he wreaked. Amen to that. Mark Stein, tell everybody where they can find you besides Stein Online, S-T-E-Y-N, online. Oh, you can see me on uh, GB News, which is at 8 p.m. London time, Monday to Thursday, and that is 3 o'clock New York time. Uh, or you, you can watch the rerun at uh, 9 p.m. New York And time. you're still adamant that we're not going to do a big deal for the coronation. <laughs> Actually, I might have some... Good, for that f thing you've been badgering me about, I might have some good news for you on that front next week. Very James. good. Looking so much forward to it. James Golden, A.K. Snurley. Thank you, Mark Stein. Thanks for being with us. Always a pleasure, James. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.